Well, hello there, and welcome back to Episode 7 of the Master Brief Podcast. We're back, and this week we'll review the final installment of Forge Fundamentals series and all that that entails, the Stinger 343 put out to get players hyped up for the winter update, and potentially dream-crushing news in regards to Halo Infinite's campaign DLC. Obviously, it's a bit of a slow news week, but as always, we will cap off the episode with the tie-breaking round of Halo 20 questions. Before we get into the news, though, I want to say thanks for dropping in to check out the podcast. My name is War, and I'm joined once again by my fellow Spartans, Conquest. Hello. And Famine. What up? So, the big news of the week was the final installment of the Forge Fundamentals series. In the video, there was actually some really good and promising things that I took away from it. For starters, we were shown all the canvases, which it's not super exciting, and I know there are some missing, like we didn't get to see the snow one that everybody knows is coming and has been leaked, as well as a few others. So before we even get into that, because I do want to go through a lot of this, since it's primarily the big chunk of news we got this week. Famine, you said even if Forge is good, like you're having trouble getting excited for it, which is weird coming from some of the stuff I saw. Yes and no. I, I'm excited for Forge itself, but a lot of it depends on the file share system, custom game browser which the custom game browser, I'm pretty sure, isn't even coming until 2023. So Correct. That should be season three. So it's going to be a little while before we get that. So we're, we're kind of going to be riding on the file share system, which... Yeah, that's at the end. Hold on. Don't, don't get ahead of it. <laughs> don't get ahead, because I got some things to say about that, honestly. Okay, but it's got a, it's got a lot riding on it, and I don't think Forge is going to bring a lot of the players back. It's not going to give that revitalization we need to the multiplayer because multiplayer is just in a sad state right now with the population as low as it is. Yeah, it, it feels worse than ever. But let's go through these environments real quick. I'll just, you know, power through them. So we, they showed off the environments. Um, they started with Arid, which is just a desert-themed environment. It was just blank desert, you know. All the, all the environments were completely flat, very basic. Um, then they showed off Ecliptic, which is just an outer space themed one, totally open space, no floor anywhere to be seen. It was just completely out in the open in the orbit with some planets and some moons around and, you know, stars. After that, they had showed off Institute, which is just a UNSC. It just looked like earth. Really? Uh, it, it looked very much like essentially take live fire, delete all the geometry off of it. That's pretty much what you're left with. Um, they showed off Myers, which is just like a wetland, marshy environment in a valley between some mountains. Seafloor, which is exactly what it sounds like it is. It's just at the bottom of the ocean with some like coral and, you know, some other geometry placed around to kind of box it in. So it's just not like open space because that would, it would be ugly. But then you have Void, which is just totally clean. None of that stuff kind of framing it. No geometry, just blank. They did mention that the Forge canvas sizes are roughly double of what they were in Halo 5. And then kind of to to show the area you can forge in, there's like diamonds that kind of show these are the corners so you know where you can, you, you know your limits. From there, they showed how you're able to build with your friends. I actually really like the system of how they're doing the co-creation stuff. So you essentially, there's a tab now, and say, say I create a map, there's a tab. You guys are in my fire team. If I want to add Famine as an editor and Conquest is a, he's a co-owner, right? There's three different tiers now. Admin, co-owner, editor. Admins will be able to view the map, save a copy, 
edit it, edit the metadata. I'm not exactly sure what that is. I don't know so if either the metadata you know what the meta would be like the name, description, um, okay, maybe maybe so, screenshots of your like starting camera angles and stuff like that. That's probably that's the what metadata. I was thinking. Okay, admins can publish it, manage others' roles, revoke a session if we're all in there, and I say, hey, we're done. I can stop it for everybody. Um, I can manage versions of the map, delete the map, and set other admins, obviously. Co-owners can do all those things outside of they cannot delete the map and they cannot set others as admins. Editors will only be able to view, edit, save a copy of the map, and edit its metadata, so its name and stuff. That's all good stuff there. I like that there's varying levels. Yeah, um, that's, a, that's actually a really good, really good system. I like yeah. that. Yeah, and honestly, they built on top of that even more. So they went over how co-editing functioned, and there's various modes now. So they showed off the editing mode, which is exactly, that's where you build and stuff. It, it, it seems like that's exactly what we've always had. They had a test mode, which, you know, you'll pop out a monitor mode and you can test how it feels, right? You can, you can really get that jump right. You can see if you can clamber, you know, setting. It's essentially to test the geometry um, in a way that kind of that we always have had. But then there's a third mode that they added now, which is called play mode. So if I'm admin and I test out play mode, that's going to put us into like a game form. So your spawns will work. The scripts you've written in and programmed in will work. Everything is there to make sure that it actually plays well, not just as the geometry works, if that makes sense. Um, if one person enters the play mode, all players enter it. So if you are building something, it will kick you out. Um, that is... It's, it, that has to be in nature because it's essentially at that point, I feel like it's starting a custom game to test, right? That has to be the reasoning behind that. You can't have one person doing that while other people are still building. Um, so every time you save the map, there's a new version created and there's there's a history system. So whenever you say, you know, we're on our fifth iteration of the map, we go to save it, it will automatically save as V6 and you can, you can then name, you can add notes. So if we... We did. We we decided this is a point where we're going to add a whole different structure off to the side, just as like a, you know, a new fresh idea. We put a note in. We're adding the side base. You know, yada yada. Later on, we decide. Oh no, this kind of breaks the flow of the map. We don't like it. We know where to reference back to, to get that before. So we don't have to just delete stuff. We can just go back to a, an old version. Love that too. Um, so every 30 days, the server will delete any map or version of the map that is not locked. So you have to go in and lock it if you want the system to store it. So that's just a way to save server space on their side, I, I believe. Once you publish a map, it's available in the content browser for anyone to bookmark and access. So once you publish that thing, it's up there for everybody. Um, as a creator, you can toggle copy protection on and off, which will stop players from, you know, copying and just adding a weapon spawn or changing the sword to a hammer and then taking credit for it. You can turn that on so nobody can, can mess with your creation. When it's protected, the other players can only access it in custom games and they cannot open it in Forge at all. Also, I think it's a good, you know, I think that's a good change. Yeah, that really protects creators and maps. I like that. Yeah, and, and another step they're going towards, uh, not necessarily protecting, so even if I don't lock it, say you, I don't lock a map, Conquest likes it, and say he builds he builds a new structure, he copies it, builds a new structure on his own, and he publishes that version. And that gets picked up by 343 
and they love it, and they put it in rotation, and everybody's like, wow, Conquest, great map, even though he built it off the bones of mine, right? There's a new accreditation system. So say he built the map, and I popped in. I put a weapon spawn in, right? Just something small. He saves it. I will always be in the credits of that map as I've collaborated on it. Um, you will be credited regardless if you're removed as a collaborator or not. If you've if you've taken part in the creation of that map and it was saved, you will always be credited, which I think is, you know, that's also a good thing. Um, nobody's going to be able to take credit away from something you, you've helped create. Yeah. So it seems like they're really being... Uh, they're really protecting the creators. I, I like that. Yeah. Nothing about that is bad. Um, and then, so that was essentially the, the majority of the, the opening. That was about, if it was a 30-minute video, that was like 25 minutes of it. And then at the end, they tacked on the part that I was most excited about. Um, so this whole time I've been complaining, like, oh, there's no... And once again, Famine, you touched on this already. <laughs> there's no custom game browser until season three but there is still file share so they went into the file share so essentially on the community tab that we all have right now we have a file share feature added and that's like the biggest deal in the whole system to me so community tab you, you scroll down to my files just like we have now which is where you know you save theater clips and stuff there's just going to be more additional options so on the right side there's going to be like four squares, right? And one's a recommended section, a popular map section, popular mode section, and a popular prefab option, as well as just a browse all option thing at the bottom there. The recommended section will be completely populated and curated by 343 themselves, whereas the other sections will all be populated based on what's being most played and bookmarked within the past seven days for their whatever their given section is. So honestly, this is what I was looking for. I'm more more so than a custom game browser. Like I know we spent this whole time complaining about custom game browser. Personally, knowing like how we play, we're not going to jump in with a bunch of randoms to play custom games in their server. Uh, so what I've always enjoyed doing is going in, looking through the maps and you see like, oh, you know, haunted escape room, right? Uh, and then always in the description, it's like download this game mode to go with it. And then we jump in and we play that. That's what I like doing. I don't actually like jumping in in custom games with with people doing stuff. Like, that's what we did on Reach. And that, that's some of the most fun we ever had on Reach, in my opinion. So that gets me more excited than, like, that's like the the Forge feature I wanted more so than the, the custom game browser. So I do, I'm happy if it I do if it agree works. with that. Um both have their place. Both have their place in in Halo. Like custom games browser is a big deal, but just I just agree. the file browse system is great too. It's great for certain games and modes that don't take a lot of players. But if you're a creator for like a super competitive four v four map, two v two map, like you want that on the game browser, not just a file share. You know, yeah. But in all honesty, what are you going to use more as a player? It would depend. You're going to download stuff. I'm gonna, right? I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look at stuff in both of them. You know, I'll be completely honest. I don't think I've ever joined someone else's game in a custom game browser. Not ever. I, I, 
I've looked at them. I, I played stuff on, like I did wipeout courses on Halo 5 that I thought were in the custom game browser, but I don't think they were. Like, Yeah, but that's us. Like, to be fair, we want what's best for everybody. And there might true. be a whole section, maybe like, there could be like 50%, or there could just be like that 5% of the total population that is interested in that. But we want that just options. Yeah. I just, I feel like every time I've booted up a custom game browser in Halo, other than maybe like one or two games, they're always like two of 16 or, you know what I mean? Like they're yeah. never full. Yeah. They're I'm never right. even I, close I mean, to I'm, full. I'm totally with you that I'm not interested in it, but like, like Famine was saying, which I agree with is there is a place for both of them, you know? Yeah. It's all and, about and options. Some of this may be, yeah, I agree. Some of this may just be, uh coming from a console thing and it really hasn't been that ingrained. that is such a pc thing in my opinion but i'm happy with what we're getting and i really thought so what, full disclosure when i thought custom game browser i thought that's what file share was i thought people were going to just have these creations and not be able to get them out to anybody so super excited like i was super happy that we're going to get like that old school it, it takes me back to Halo 3 where people would upload screenshots and dumb stuff and we'd play, and especially on Reach, we would just play the the weirdest stuff. It, we would download it and boot it up and it was like escape rooms. It wasn't escape rooms though. It was like, there were like trick jumps and stuff. I don't know if you guys remember doing that stuff. Super fun. So I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. But as you were saying, I still don't think that's got Forge is never going to have enough buzz to bring a lot of people back, if anyone, really. Am, am I wrong about that? I don't think it's it's not going to bring any competitive players back, that's for sure. I think it's, it's going to bring gonna casual have, players. Yeah, I think the people that are already playing, it gives them something to do other than getting just destroyed in-game, you know? Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Creating um, maps and stuff like a Minecraft feel which Forge is, other than, oh, well, it feels like I'm in ranked in every game that gives you a break. Yeah, and honestly, I think the game needs, it needs another outlet. I, I'm pretty frustrated with the multiplayer, um, and I love the multiplayer, but it is frustrating to no end. And the community, the past week has been just super toxic. It, it The players that are left, a lot of them are pretty toxic. Yeah, you got a new stalker the other night. It oh, was... oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They <laughs> were going in to looking at my game history and everything. Went into your game history and, like, was give, reading off your stats and how bad you were. That's the people that are left. Yeah. Like, and I'm it, sure there's some good eggs. And it's not but... even, like, we're that bad. I mean, we're, we're, like, high diamond, low onyx, and it was just a bad night. Everybody has yeah, a bad night of gaming. Is... And then a teammate of all people, sees that we're underperforming and wants to give me shit for it. <laughs> yeah, and it's what is super annoying is we're not that way. Like, I have bad games. I know other people are going to have bad games, or they're doing something stupid for the challenges that 343 makes us do, right? Um, I get it. But I've had multiple people, you know, comment on my performance this week, but then I'll turn around the next game, I'll have 10 kills more than anybody else on my team. You don't see me messaging somebody who had three, four kills. Like, it is what it is. Like, yeah, it, why are you going to take your time 
to to do that. It, it's not that serious. Especially at this point in Infinite's life with the player population as low as it is, you're gonna have high disparities, like player skill disparities in your games. So, lighten up. <laughs> it's not yeah. like we were playing ranked either. No. No, we weren't. I don't want to get too off topic with the toxicity. The Forge looks awesome. File share is a godsend, I think. I don't think it's going to bring people back. I just hope everything goes smoothly. I'm, I'm not 100% sold that it's going to work as well as it seems to be. Maybe I'm wrong. I just hope it releases. It's fun. It gives people an outlet to be creative and don't have to jump into, you know, super competitive sweaty games all the time. We got a creative outlet on Halo and there's some good creations that come out of it. That's what I'm hoping for. Um, another thing that we kind of missed, I don't think he specifically said it, but I do believe if I'm admin and I'm not online and you're a co-owner, you should be able to get on, boot up the map without me being on and build. At least I hope. I don't think he said it. Perhaps I missed it, but... Yeah, that would that would be a great life of... It'd be, it would be almost devastating if not, because it used to be terrible to have to have the owner on on anything like that, like even Minecraft, stuff like that. Having to wait until everybody, you know, all the stars aligned sometimes to get everybody online at the same time is kind of bad when someone could be bored and could be, you know, working on the map. But following right on the heels of the Forge Fundamentals 4 video... We got a little stinger slash Vidoc type video about the winter update that 343 put out. Did either of you guys watch it? I did not. No. Okay. So it was, it wasn't that they were trying to do like the old school Bungie Vidoc thing, but they did have like kind of like quick stingers. It was like a 12 minute video, kind of like a trailer and then have a 343 employee talking over it where they were telling each little part of the winter update and what, you know, why we should be excited about it and why they were excited about it. They spoke a little bit about the maps. They spoke a little bit about the new covert one flag game mode and they showed off that gameplay. It looked okay. Then our boy competitive fueled God of three, four, three, Sean Barron came on there, spoke a little bit about the new matchmaking XP system. He stated, one of the biggest pieces of feedback we've gotten since we launched was that people really want a system that gives them points, XP points, just for playing the game. The new system actually rewards players for playing. As you're playing matches, you get a little XP. You win, you get a little bit of bonus XP. You perform well, you get a little bit of bonus XP. We're trying to tune that system so it actually gets you moving through the battle pass a lot quicker than what we've done in the past. I'll be completely honest, um, you guys will have to watch it. His tone sounded uh, almost like mockingly condescending. Like I, maybe he was just trying to sound excited, you know, excited and cool. Like, well, I can't believe we weren't doing this. That's not how it came across. Um, I'll have to watch it. I'm curious now. It, it was legitimate. And maybe I've colored your opinion on it now. I shouldn't have said anything. But he says it, especially when he says um, the new XP system actually rewards players for playing. It's like, of course it does. Why wasn't it like this to start with? It makes no sense. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what, for somebody, I only get on about once a week, and I don't even do all my challenges. I don't grind the challenges out like you do. Uh, I, I mainly jump in there just to play with you guys. And I'm still only, like, level 28 in the second season battle pass. 
<laughs> like it's terrible. Honest, I didn't even I didn't even know that if you didn't buy the battle pass, you only had a few challenges. You had one less challenge on your deck per, you know, you, you could only complete like three. You could only work towards so many at a time compared to what you could work for if you had the full battle pass. Had no idea. Yeah. Because I've always just bought it, you know. So, but then he went on to speak about the, the free 30-tier battle pass and how it's loaded with Halo Reach gear. It's cool. It's kind of, at this point, it should be free. It, it is like an apology, as far as I'm concerned, what this is, and a buffer of stuff they already had loaded that they probably were either going to charge for or throw in a battle pass that they're just releasing for free because they almost have to as like a buffer, right? He talked about there's going to be two events throughout the winter season, which I don't know why we're calling it the winter season because technically we're still in fall. Winter doesn't start until whatever. Um, it's going to last through the winter, so, you know. The winter contingency number two is in December and joint fire is in January. There's no additional details given on what those events are. He just named them and that was it. Then from there, they went into a little deeper on the campaign co-op functionality. Essentially, you join up, you'll always be placed with whoever is the first. Like if we join together, famine is halfway through. I'm on the final mission. Conquest is just starting the story. We will be put at the beginning. You're always put to whoever's the farthest behind in the story progression. This way, no one is left behind. No one's missing any parts of the story, and there's no sequence breaking happening. Spartan I kind of think that's. A, I think it's a good idea. Um, uh, if if one person finds a Spartan core or a skull or anything like that, it's given to the whole fire team. If, like I said, if I'm at the end of the game, I've already found a bunch of the Spartan cores. When you join my game the chest will still be closed. So you can still, like if we're all through it and we joined my game, but I already found it in mine, so it's open in mine. When you guys join, it will be still closed for you so you can still get it. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, so everything is also interactable for everybody. There's no, even, I keep saying if you join my game, but th they said they're getting away from this fire team leader thing. It's no one player's game anymore. So everybody can do everything. And it's it's almost as if it's your game, regardless of who's leader. So friendly fire is also turned on. Um, so you can't just blast rockets at the boss if I'm standing right next to it, or you're gonna kill me. If I put a marker on the on the mini map, you can remove it. Uh, it's full control. Um, I don't know why they're turning friendly fire on for campaign, but they won't turn it on for <laughs> <laughs> multiplayer. But you know, hey, sometimes you gotta that. shoot your friends. Yeah. Yeah. It's what it is. And they finished the little video by, by stating they believe that on November 8th with the winter update and everything it brings with it, it's the start of a new phase and a new journey for Halo Infinite and how it will expand along with the community. I think that's mostly Forge-based. They they also touched on the Forge a little more in the Vidoc, but I was like, we just talked about this yesterday. Why why are you going to put out more information on the Forge? It, it went in way more in-depth yesterday. It's exciting. Once again, I don't know... I don't think it's going to bring a bunch of people, but it's enough that it's going to keep me... I was going to keep playing anyway, right? But it's something new to, to mix it up, I'll say. Yeah, I'll definitely go back and, and play the, the co-op campaign. Me too. I kind of... And maybe this is stupid, and maybe this is biting off way more than... Not only way more than I can chew, but way more than I can drag either of you along with, but now it makes me want to go back and, like... Your lasso? No, 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 no. I mean, if you guys need it, yes. 
I don't know if they got rid of the tank gun, but not that I used the tank gun. You can't prove that. But it makes me want to go through the story of Halo again, you know, beginning to end, because I've forgotten everything. Like Halo 5, I couldn't tell you. I, can, I, I have vague memories. I don't think either of you even finished Halo 5. It was so bad. That is, that's a good even, call. I don't remember yeah. the end of Halo 5. I don't remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So. And what is this tank gun that you uh, used that you're not telling the listeners? Everybody knows about that. It's not even a tank gun. What is that thing? Is it called the tank? I don't know what it's called. It's like a Mac cannon. It's a Mac cannon, yeah. Um, (laughs) Not that I used it. Once again, I didn't use it. it. I'm going to have to replay Infinite anyway to get, you know, they specifically added co-op achievements. They specifically added mission replay achievements. It gives me something to work for, and honestly, it gets me out of grinding through just challenges constantly. It's there's some there's some stuff coming at least. Uh, November eighth is going to be exciting but stressful for me. Speaking of campaign and stuff, so three four three stated that they're going to start focusing less on contract work and more on employees that will stay on board and can help maintain the live service nature of the game. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo. So. I know Microsoft is they're on a hiring freeze right now and they've just let off they just let off like a hundred or a thousand employees this week. It's it's been a rough week. I will say, though they said that they have been taking a lot of outside support from other studios. So from my understanding, a lot of the Forge Suite we're talking about was actually done by another studio called Skybox Labs. Not that three four three doesn't get any credit for it. I don't know how much work they've done, but I know from my understanding, Skybox Labs helped a decent amount so it's very weird to me that studios anymore don't and maybe it's always been this way but they don't like bungie you never really heard of bungie reaching out to other studios like you thought bungie did everything with halo but maybe maybe that's always been the case we were just too young didn't know i don't know we know certain affinities working on tatanka which is a big portion of infinite they all i know they also worked on some of the content that was implemented in season two and the season two battle pass, but they are focusing on getting the live service to where it needs to be. And with that, they have shifted resources from the campaign side of the team to move into the live service side. So any potential DLC campaign DLC, that is, is essentially dead in the water for the, for the time being. They did say narrative events will be more like fully fledged than they have been in the past when it comes to the multiplayer events. But to me, that it's just not the same. And honestly, I skip them anyway. I don't think I've watched a single one. And I'm a Halo guy. And I couldn't tell you what they're trying to do with the multiplayer story. How do you guys feel about that? I think it's the right call, personally. Yeah, I think it's I think so. I don't... Does anybody want campaign DLC at this point? Has there... Here's my question. Has there ever been campaign DLC for a Halo title? No. Right? Yeah, I mean, unless there, you... There was ODST, yeah. but they broke that off. I was literally about to say that, unless you count ODST, which ended up being its own title anyway. So, so I mean, not really. Like, I know people want it, but at this point, do they really want it, or do they just, you know, let this ship sail and have a dedicated team, like, actually work if we are going to move to a new engine, which I know you might talk about here shortly. With the way this the game is, scrap that 10-year plan, right? You have to pivot. You cannot just be hard-headed and say, no, we're going to power through this because it's not working. Pivot, restructure the company, restructure, get a good foundation and build from there. Don't don't just try to be bullheaded. But yeah, I don't think we're going to get any DLC incoming 
I also don't think we're shifting to Unreal. The famine. Yeah, I was, you saw some stuff on this. I was going to say, speaking of Tatanka. Take the lead on this. Yeah, take uh, the lead on that. So Bathroom Spartan put out some tweets. I believe it was yesterday. It had been two days ago. That it looks like Tatanka is not going to be an Unreal Engine 5. It's actually going to stay in slip space. Which, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think eventually moving to Unreal Engine may be the right call, but Bathroom Spartan's tweets kind of regained my confidence a little bit in the slip space engine, which I'm hopefully that just isn't unfounded. I, I really hope that the slip space engine can handle itself. They get over these issues that they're having and give us the Halo game that we need. Yeah. It's so frustrating because, yeah, slip space, it sucks. But I don't think that's a problem with the game right now. I thought it was a pipe dream. I've been kind of devil's advocate that I didn't think we were going to shift to that anyway. I thought if we're going to shift to that, we shift it with the next title. And I think getting more permanent employees with 343 will kind of mitigate the Unreal Engine, the need for Unreal Engine 5. Because if you're going to have this revolving door of contractors, you need something that they're familiar with. And most of them are going to be more familiar with Unreal 5, right? Uh, yeah. So if they're getting more permanent employees, they'll be able to teach them slip space and they'll be able to maintain that better. So for Infinite, but I don't think we're going to stick with... I don't see Infinite lasting another four years. I don't think it can. Not in a healthy state. Not in a healthy state unless unless the Battle Royale, unless Tatanka comes through for us and brings a lot of the player base back. And it kind of trickles down into regular multiplayer, into Forge. I think that that is the key to Infinite's revival. Yeah. People get so excited over these rumors and then kind of takes over the narrative. It's crazy to see how how people, you know, go back and forth. Because people are just desperate for news. People want to see the game do well, right? People want to, they want to like Halo, but it's, at the same time, I think people want to hate on Halo too. Even the ones that love it. Like, we love it, but we want to you know, bring its flaws to light. Oh yeah. To make it better. I want to see it on top of the world again. But Yeah. My my number one issue with Halo right now, and not not even including the low population, are gonna be the server and network issues with the game. I don't I don't even care about lack of maps. That's that's like a secondary for me. The network yeah. issues are paramount to get those under control. Because if you yeah. if you have if you have network issues, you can't have competitive play. And you could hardly have social play. <laughs> yeah, it's frustrating in every aspect of play. But speaking of Twitter, Sketch has been sounding off on Twitter a bit over the past few days as well. He mentioned that the free 30-tier battle pass that's coming with the winter update is permanent. It's permanently free and will always be accessible, much like the main seasonal battle passes. So... You'll be able to access and work towards that at any time, whether you, you sign on and start that grind on November 8th or you log on two years from now when nobody's playing the game and decide, hey, I'm going to be a Halo Infinite player. You'll never miss it. So it'll always be there. You can always go back and grind it out. We've talked about you know similar things before like that. I think it's both good and bad because people won't miss out on anything. Um, but at the same time, it kind of undercuts the need to sign on and play it when it comes out and kind of robs 
the diehards that are on there something that says, I, you know, I was there. I survived this. I went through this. I was playing the game, and it's in this state when everybody else left it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, another quick thing you mentioned that kind of got buried, and I don't know how I feel about this because I don't know a lot of the mechanics of it. Um, he said, and I quote, Today I had a chance to jump into an in-person playtest for the first time in a while. Played some winter update builds, and let me just say my PC reticle was red. We've got some good stuff cooking. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel like we always we already get dominated by mouse and keyboard players. I know that they did their red reticle thing because a lot of people are able to cheat that way. Like a lot of the the red reticle, it's easier to tune cheats off of that red reticle. And I don't trust that they've found a workaround. I feel like there's still cheaters in the game now, even with everything they've got going on. Um, but, you know, Famine's mouse and keyboard guy, you should be able to speak on it more than I can. I don't I don't know that the red reticle range is necessarily going to make a difference in the amount of cheaters that we see in the game. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But one thing that bugs me is there should always be some sort of equality when when you're playing cross-platform like that. And the fact that PC doesn't have red reticle uh, really bothers me. It really bothers me. Um, so you want it. You want I, them to have red reticle. I do. I do. I want them to have red reticle. I don't. I don't think mouse and keyboard players necessarily have an advantage over controller players. It's just spoken like a true mouse and keyboard player. <laughs> <laughs> a cheater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it. It. And you got to think too. There's. There's. Most of your players playing on PC are probably going to be playing on a controller anyway for Halo. So they don't have red reticle range right now. And hopefully they will get it, like Sketch kind of alluded to. I think there is going to be a shift coming. I don't I don't know. There's definitely advantages to both controller in certain situations and mouse and keyboard. Like It's pretty obvious that mouse and keyboard has the, the advantage at range, but because of the low TTK in Halo, it's super easy to get right up in your opponent's face. And once you get into that close quarters combat, controller has the, the advantage all the way. Now, kind of taking taking a step to the side here, a little, little off topic, but one of the issues that I think kind of further divides controller and mouse and keyboard players is not the actual aiming mechanics. It's the strafing in Halo Infinite. The speed and acceleration in which you can do it uh, on on both inputs, honestly, like you can change directions so quickly that it's hard to keep up with your opponent. And I think that's that's why it feels like controller aim assist has so much of an advantage at close range. I think if you turned down that strafing acceleration, the ability to change directions and hit maximum velocity so quickly slowing that down will make it easier for everybody to stay on target. Yeah, but this is another thing. We're not going to go into it on this episode because I I do want to have I want to have all the information correct and as as solid as possible. I know we spoke about it earlier in the week talking about if we were going to talk about it this week, but I just I didn't have time to put all the information together, but you talk about we're talking about red reticle range, so we're getting up close and personal and you talk about controllers have more aim assist and, you know, yada, yada. There is something with 
the way aim assist works up close and the way it works after a shield pops and the way for me when the shield pops it feels like aim assist is gone completely to a point where it almost like repels my reticle sometimes like it, it will be locked on every shot i see that thing pop and it's like i cannot hit the head no matter what um, like there's no bullet magnetism af after you pop the shield yeah which makes it hard on controller if that's there that's going to be a deciding factor because it's going to be easier for a mouse to keep that thing then it's easier to keep it on target with a mouse than it is going to be a joystick it just is so I don't know. Hopefully it's tuned correctly. Once again, maybe I'm, that, that could be just like a mental thing on my, I need to do more testing and really look into it. But I don't know. I don't want to have to switch the mouse and keyboard to play Halo personally. I just don't. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're going to, I don't think we're going to have to switch. Um, but that's really all the big news. The only other thing just throwing out a reminder this weekend is the HCS log on get all the goodies we talked about them last week we went into detail with them a lot of diamond stuff this week get them if you want them i got one today you know it's nothing but you know i just turned it on for two hours walked upstairs and that's it are we ready for the tie-breaking 20 questions yay <laughs> let's do it's, it it's it's not going to be super easy this week but oh I, man okay challenge accepted. i, I will I'll i will try. say if you if you can't <laughs> if you can't get the name I will be more lenient. Just a general description. General oh, description. This will be the yeah. hardest thing ever. No. All right. Are we starting with conquest again? Is that just always going to be the format? We're going alphabetical order. Yeah, it's a, it's a tradition at this point. You know. Okay. Conquest is the first horse. All right. Is this character human? No. I got. I figured that much. Is this character is. artificial intelligence? It depends. No, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does this character die? Yes. Did we did we say we could we could still go with the races? No, that that doesn't become a thing until like later when you guys are desperate, right? You affiliations. You we're, can we're, do. we're desperate. <laughs> You've asked you three did, questions. You did say this was a more challenging one. It's not that challenging. Okay, okay. Let's see. Oh, how do I work this? Does this character physically use a weapon? Yes. Well, now we're now we're going. <laughs> that limits that it one helped at all. <laughs> no, it helps because uh, it takes out certain NPCs. That, and so, or yeah, not, the, not the, NPCs. There's, but like, there's stuff that dies. Is this character a male? Yes. That is five. Famine locks up. I do. Whatever's his question, he locks up. It's kind of tough right now. I'm trying to think of like I always why when I ask my my question, I always try to think of the next question. And I'm thinking, what is Famine going to ask? And it's always something different than what I'm going to ask. But I just I always it's have trouble so coming awful up with that it. Throws you off. Yeah, it's. I'll tell you what, and it's sad because it's not off the wall for me. <laughs> this character have uh, brown eyes, but when when he fights. Hmm. He has like a, a little green. <laughs> when the sun catches it, <laughs> yeah. has he seen the ocean breeze? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. What? Okay, what kind of question is that? <laughs> is this character infected by the flood? I don't believe so. Does this character use an energy sword? No. Oh boy. Was there a meme made of this character? A meme? Mm, that's rough. 
Not that I know of. That is that is a little broad. I was specifically thinking of like two, <laughs> two memes. What were the memes, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Craig. Just, oh. <laughs> was Craig on the table? I don't I didn't know. I, I don't could use Craig. I don't know. He's in the Halo games. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he's not official though. That would have been a good one. That would have been. I feel he did like die because he shot. was reworked. <laughs> True. He okay, no longer see, this exists. is why you don't get to pick the questions because you pick some weird loophole stuff. That's that's bad. Ugh. Does character use a grab hammer? Yes. Mm, I knew it. Okay. Okay, so we're we're most likely looking at a brute. I'm thinking it's the brute when you go up into the tower. You had to fight through and get into the sensors in infinite, and you had to go up the tower, and then we beat him by like throwing the the cores at him. You're up in like a little tower thing. Yeah, I know. I know who you're talking about. That's what I, forget, I thought of. That's what I, I forget was thinking his name. of. It was like fourth level or something. But I, that's what I was <laughs> thinking of when I before the grab hammer thing. Because I was thinking, hmm, doesn't use the energy sword. It's got to be a a named character. We're not talking grunt here, you know. All right. Like just can, some general thing, right? So can can we go um, specific games at this point? No, not until <laughs> not until, until 15. fifteen. Okay. Could be that it could be that first one that was a total bitch for us to beat. <laughs> it took us forever. He doesn't he use a hammer the, though, does he? Yeah, he uses, I don't he think he does. The, he uses he like, uses uh he's the one that flies around. Yeah, he's he doesn't use a hammer. I don't think. What color is his armor? Conquest is it gold? The one that I'm thinking of, not the first one, right? Yeah, not the first one. There's there's uh, a big question. You guys are are fumbling on here. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. What is it? I'm trying. I can picture it exactly when you get in there, because right when you st- right when it starts, he's like ten feet from you. But so does the first boss, like too. But we know that that one uses the hammer. I know that one uses the hammer. Now I'm now I'm stuck trying to think of this big question that War's talking about. I know. And it's completely uh, I mean, throwing me off. You're not even halfway through. You you got some to spare. Does Chief kill this character? No. Okay. I don't. Let me double check that. You know, Hold I was gonna on. ask that, but I was thinking, man, how many characters does Chief not kill? And I was yeah, thinking, so this Chief kills a bunch. Yeah. So this you um, play as Chief a lot. Yeah. In all the in most of those games, except so this, for this a couple could, games. This could really narrow it down. Doesn't Cortana yeah. kill one? Or am I thinking of something completely wrong? <laughs> yeah. Nope. Chief does not kill this one. Man, that was a good one. I don't think it helped you at all, but that was a deep cut. And that was my own fumbling. But no, Chief does not kill him. And that was such a deep cut that now you're lost. <laughs> does this character die early in the campaign? Okay, so no. <laughs> it depends on what campaign you're talking about. The answer is no. No, so it's a later boss. Okay, Which, so if there was when like you say 10, campaign, you're like... talking about a single game, right? So it dies at the end of a certain game, near the end. Is that was yes? Yeah, I would assume like Halo One is one campaign, Halo Two is another campaign. You know what I mean? And then if there was like let's say roughly twelve missions, it early on would be six through tw- would be one through six, and then seven through twelve would be the next set, right? Yeah, that's yeah, that's fair. So it has to be seven through later, twelve, like the later half of the game. Yeah, that's yes. what I assume. That was 11. Uses the gravity hammer. Doesn't mm-hmm. get killed by Chief. That's a big one. Doesn't get killed by Chief. 
Oh. Half the people it's, listening does Locke already know who this is. I mean, we're talking maybe like... It's what about the invisible one? The one that uses cloaking and chases you and you have to shoot the... Uh, shock the shit out of him mm. in the infinite. I'm pretty, I'm pretty much isn't stuck a, on infinite that's bosses. That's elite. Huh? Isn't it? Isn't that the no, elite? No, 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 no. I'm not. Maybe he's not invis. Did he not chase you with active? I don't know. I'm, I'm done giving you all hints. <laughs> but it's definitely... Uh, now, he has... At this point... You guys should be like ninety five percent sure who this is. I think I'm conf- I'm trying to think of who Chief doesn't kill. I have trouble remembering the campaigns and remembering the how the story went on a lot of these. So I'm thinking, okay, right. uses the hammer. Chief doesn't kill him. Yeah, and, and it's later on, yeah. I'm thinking, hmm, who could that be? A brute that Chief doesn't kill that uses the hammer is huge. And and. I mean, technically, we don't have it narrowed down to brute. We just know that they use the hammer, so most likely it's a brute. <laughs> yeah, it's probably like, what, there's like Reshiram, Atriox, didn't one kill the other, or they, uh, or something. Uh, Atriox is still alive, right? As far as we know. Didn't one kill the other? Uh, didn't one I, kill I the other? Was, I thought he was... Thought I don't think he's a, no, he's not dead. He's not, not dead. dead. He's in the he's in the final cutscene of Infinite. Like the... The legendary ending. Is it, is it, with you, is it fair if I look up a list of brutes because I don't remember them? Absolutely not fair. Like <laughs> I said. <laughs> you If you don't get the name, that's fine. But you should be able to tell me the encounter. Keep asking. You're at, a, you're at 11. Does this brute have a prisoner when you fight him? Hmm. I think so. Yeah, I want to say yes. I think, yes. Okay. I'll tell you the the one that I'm thinking about, Conquest. Yeah, is is the one that you fight in the room. He's chasing you with the hammer, and he has your pilot. Okay, like, chained We're up in, in the middle of the arena. We? We're in infinite. Okay, I'm trying to remember. He has the pilot. He's in biz. I don't. I don't know that he's, he's in not biz. In for some reason, I'm, I try, I'm trying to get the invis, picture in my head of he's got the uh, he's got. Can confirm, absolutely has a prisoner. How how yes. does he die, Famine? Uh, so I don't how, see how that's that's him? that's the thing. We kill him, right? It's not another brute. It's not. I don't think another brute kills him. I mean, you fight him, and like, chief chief defeats him, but I don't know if in the cutscene. You cause the killing blow. That's the thing, and that's why I'm thinking maybe War stumbled on that. But you, does thing blow up or something? That's what I'm trying to remember, and I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember either. But I know, and, and I forget the pilot's name. Honestly, what what's his name? I don't remember either. I'm trying to think. Maybe like an explosion or something. Should I say explosion? But he's got he's got the pilot okay. chained up as a prisoner, like shocking the shit out of him. And you have to. He gets. Oh yeah. He gets the impenetrable shield around him. That's what it is. And you can't. You can't deal any damage to him until you blow up the. uh, Oh, I do know what we're talking. Yeah. Okay. And how how does he die? That's what I'm. I can't remember. Electricity. Yeah, I think he gets. Let's just killed by his own his own thing. Yeah. I don't want to make that as my guess, but maybe maybe with the shield. Conquest guess. Yeah, it's 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 conquest's question. (laughs) <laughs> I just come straight on, Mike. Uh, does this character use a uh, 
device that makes it to where he can't get hit until you do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's hey, that guy. I mean, That's him. It's for sure that guy. Are you? I don't. I don't want to say it's for sure that guy. But okay, how, okay. what question are you um, on? You're on. Tw- this will be thirteen. You've you've asked twelve. Okay. Does this character have a shield where you can where oh. chief can't hurt him until oh. you ha you do an objective? Okay. So I have to tell you, yes. I'm just gonna come right out and say yes. Everything you're saying is accurate, but boy, is that a coincidence. How is it a coincidence? I don't believe. It's, I think he's trying to throw us off. It's famine. really, really a coincidence. <laughs> oh and I'm so gosh. sorry. It's so I'm hard. So, we're not going to so get it sorry. then. If it's not that guy, we're not going to get it. Wow. <laughs> I cannot believe. That is such a specific question. It's almost unbelievable. So if it's not, if it, who's got prisoners? Who's got, who's got a prisoner with them? That guy, he's got the pilot in Infinite. Apparently, there's reach two separate on, people. On Reach, they got prisoners. Now I'm trying to think of the damn shield mechanic with a hammer. You should say is the prisoner a pilot. God, most most of the people are pilots. I, I can tell you, you can ask that, and I will say yes, <laughs> but it's also a coincidence. Oh, yeah, I don't gosh. know then. And it's almost unbelievable to the point where I'm now I'm like, well... Uh, well, <laughs> I'm about to say, I can't tell you anything about one, right. two, or three. Reach, I can kind of remember. Four, I have no idea. Infinite, I don't remember as much. I remember I remember Reach, and I remember Infinite. I have no idea about the rest of the games. Okay, so we do we do have a couple options that would get around the prisoner thing, if, if that's the way uh-huh. we want to narrow it down to, Conquest. Because I'm thinking we can okay. either ask if the prisoner is a Spartan, or we can ask, is the prisoner human? No. Or did that prisoner see a, a hologram of his kid? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, take that. That, is, that is a workaround. Is that the question? Because it's, it's Famine's question for 14. It is. Yeah. It's, is, that, is that the question we want to go with, Conquest? I'm, no, I'm fine ahead. with collabing. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's okay. It doesn't matter. Then we'll know if it's that guy or not. <laughs> right and it's probably not going to be and it's going to throw a wrench in our hole <laughs> it's not if you would just probably. if you would just ask affiliation i got a feeling it's going to throw a major wrench in it anyway is this character affiliated with the banished no okay damn it it can't be that guy okay so it's not banished it's not human and spartans are human yes it's got a prisoner okay so got a prisoner it has the shield mechanic honestly I want to hone in on the shield mechanic, but I honestly cannot. So now you know it can't be re- it can't be infinite, infinite. right? Because that's the first time they appeared. The banish appeared outside of Halo Wars Two. Yeah, Chief doesn't kill him, so it has to be a cutscene thing, or it has to be Noble Six or ODST, or if we're counting Halo Wars, I mean then we're screwed. Remember, after this question, you can ask games. Ask what? Games. You can ask. You can hone in on a specific game. Okay. After this question. Okay. So, family, let's just go through this. Okay. It's not banished. It's not human. It's not AI. It uses the the hammer. Chief doesn't kill it. Has Chief doesn't technically kill it. Okay. Well, when you say that, it really throws off. Like you're leading me into something. <laughs> I don't know what that even means. No. I mean, you could <laughs> defeat him in battle. 
but you don't kill him. He dies from something else, you know? Right. That's the, that's the only way I see that happening. So, I mean, it's, it's I don't know, it's just a distinction I'm throwing out there. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's a confusing one. Yeah. I would just I disregard would from that. <laughs> just disregard. Chief doesn't <laughs> it kill it. Uses the, it uses the hammer. Well, if it uses the hammer, you would think covenant. Um, say, I, I, I mean, the brutes are part question. of the covenant. Yeah. And we know it's a brute, right? I mean, it could be a flood infected brute, but I. Uh, I wouldn't. Just, I can't think of that character. I don't, I don't think I ever remember the flood actually using a hammer. Maybe I'm wrong. Well, they absolutely did in three. Did they? Yeah. Okay, so if we're thinking, what could have ki- what could have killed this thing? How did this thing die? So you hone in on that. Yeah. Okay. So there's electricity. There's fall damage. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Another... I'm just trying to think mm. of other brutes that have an invincible shield until you do something. There's, and I'm struggling. There's only one. Yeah. Yeah. There is only one. I'm I'm struggling. And then, in, and it's probably in Halo Five. It's they don't oh use God. like stuff like they don't use any of that stuff, right? Hammers. Uh, it's that's you, uh, you do fight a brute. runner. You do fight a brute at the end of one of the campaigns, don't you? And he's got a shield that has some workaround mechanic to it, and I cannot, for the life of me, I will accept a description, but once again. You gotta narrow it down. <laughs> you can't just be vague about that. You got some questions. How does that guy? How does that guy die, Famine? Honestly, at this point, I'm not even sure of which campaign that was. <laughs> well, I'm gonna be completely honest, because I barely remember the fight. I don't even remember the main mechanic of that fight. I just remember that it happened. You think he would he fall to his death? Electrocuted? I don't think it was electrocution, and I'm stumped. I don't know. I don't remember how that I'm character sorry. died. It was probably falling, but I can't. Or even what's imagine. his name? Got him with the sword. Does he get betrayed? See that? Like I don't remember. Does this character fall to his death? No. Now you. Now all questions are on the table. You have four questions and a guess. Okay. What is this character's name? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not that question. <laughs> I can tell you, you probably still would. You probably like, I don't know who that is. Man, um, we can ask specific games now, right? You can. So I don't conquest. I don't even know if that helps me. Yeah, it wouldn't help me either. I don't know it. I'm either gonna ask about Halo Four or Halo Five, and I honestly don't know if it's gonna narrow it down for me at all because I don't really okay, remember well, the just... campaigns for either one of those. I know. Maybe try Company. Oh, Bungie three four three. Yeah, I like yeah. that. These are these are some things you guys got to think of. That's a that's a sneaky it's a sneaky little loophole. Okay, how should we word this? I don't really want to word it as introduced by. Is this character in a Bungie developed Halo game? Yes. Okay. But well, we're screwed. One, two, three, and reach. And ODST. One but he said he didn't do ODST have... this time. Yeah. So that's still a technicality, but so there's a possibility that it could still be ODST. I'll count. Uh, it can't it be sixteen. It can't be one, because they didn't have brutes, or the hammer, or the hammer. Um, two didn't have brutes, did it? I don't know. Did and it? we said uh, this? It has a prisoner, but we didn't say if it had multiple prisoners. Yeah, the the prisoner uh, thing is kind of, I don't know. 
not really thinking about that aspect anymore. <laughs> that, that, that is, it's a crazy coincidence that you guys went down that road and it is so specific and it does apply to this character, which I could not believe. I don't even know what it took you guys. Uh, okay, so it's got to be one of them. Uh, this character die in Halo 3? No. Mm. Could be Reach. And I'm struggling to remember if they were brutes one, one, in, in Halo one, 2. One, two. It can't be one. Yeah, it can't be two or Reach. What character uses... <laughs> is is this character in Halo Reach? No. What the fuck are we missing, Conquest? <laughs> this is Halo 2? I, it's got to be Halo 2 then, right? Is that the question? No, I'm asking. Bam. Okay, so... so 18. There's a technicality here. <laughs> Because Conquest's question was, does he die in Reach? Or does he die in 3? And we know he's not killed by Chief. So you could possibly fight him in 3 and then, or, or see him in 3. But he never died in 3. He dies later. You are overthinking this. I know. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> okay, so he's not in 3. He's not in Reach. <laughs> well, he's, in two. he's in 2. Who dies I really two? am not trying to trick you. His question is it conquest. Conquest question and then famine. a joint, a joint. Okay, I'll... he didn't fall to his death. Chief didn't kill him. What did the vehicle kill him? You know, famine. What I mean, what could it be? Arbiter kill him? Like, is it's Halo too? The name Arbiter has popped up on this entire podcast. There it was. Really? Yeah. That's the first time we've mentioned yeah, we... the Arbiter. Yeah, because the the franchise has kind of forgotten about him. Well, I I said uh, about the arbiter. You know what I said? I was thinking it was I was thinking Uh, arbiter was one that would kill this thing. How could you forget about the arbiter? (laughs) So we know arbiter's involved. Does arbiter kill this character? Yes, and the answer. Or, like I said, you're not going to get the name, but give me just the the description. I'm looking for one key thing. Two words. Because you're not going to get the name. Was this character the final boss of Halo 2? There it was. Yes. I was looking for final boss. That's all I was looking for. I knew it. Tartarus. His name is Tartarus. Tartarus. Miranda Keys. He takes her and he tries to make her fire the Halo ring. And... Him, Arby, and Johnson end up going in there, and all the same things happen. <laughs> like you, Miranda's shooting him to get the shield down. So the arbiter, t- tartar sauce, tar- <laughs> yeah, tartar sauce. That's right. Yeah. I, and while you guys were working through it, I was like, "This is unbelievable." The coincidences. I have to bring up how many coincidences because it's going to take them really far in the wrong direction. I really oh, yeah. thought it was even... like that third boss when. Infinite. I was like, oh yeah. When I said hammer, I said I got you now. You guys were digging up some like some serious stuff that I was like, wow, I, bravo. <laughs> that is so correct, even... but so off. <laughs> yeah, so correct. And like, I was like, dude, I don't know if they pull this name out. I'm not even know if it's right because I don't know those people's names. Like, I know Esherum and I know Atriox and Tartarus. Those are the only three brute names I know. Okay, so it is Eshram. It's it's Eshram that I was thinking of. Yeah, with yeah, the Eshram. with the pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It just so happens Miranda Keys was kidnapped by Tartarus and she's also a pilot. Like it's it's unbelievable. 
Astro and boss fight, way cooler than Tartarus, by the way. Bungie did not know how to make a boss fight back then. Anyway, with that, we're at the end of the episode. Next week, hopefully we'll get into more news if it occurs. And as always, we want to thank you for hanging out. If you have any topics you'd like us to talk about or just want to tell us how we're doing, you can always reach us at halotmbpodcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Twitter at The Master Brief. In the meantime, this has been The Master Brief Podcast. We'll see you next week.